We buy Thanksgiving or Christmas or early in the new year. Oops. So now it's not over. And with stormy-like clouds brewing, it's worse. The president feels misled and, says one source, he's not interested in having anyone else in charge anymore. And Trump is fixated on the information the Fed seized from Cohen in a raid last week, according to another source close to the president, who described Trump to CNN senior White House correspondent Pamela Brown as apoplectic over the ordeal. To make matters worse, there is no Trump whisperer to calm him down. There's just a runaway Trump. His attorneys need help and they know it. They've been feeling out potential lawyers and could announce an addition or too soon, according to a source familiar. But as another source adds, no one has the mandate to do anything. The lawyers can try to execute a plan, one source says, but nothing matters until the president goes for it. There needs to be someone who can talk to the president. Multiple sources say there is no ultimate Trump whisperer. There are different whispers. Right on, right on. Welcome to Racers Alley in the heart of the mission at Mutiny Radio. Y-R-E-R. Gonna give a shout out to our friend Eric. Y-R-E-R. If you're listening, it's 415-550-0511. Try to call at 7. Let's have an interview. We'll figure out how to make the phone works, I promise, dude. Let's hear some stories. Can't get in here properly. And uh, Wade just got in. I'm setting up some things, and we'll get back to you shortly. Let's see if we got some cheap trick going on. Yar. Rosenstein. And he just doesn't want to hear anything, says an ally. The legal
let's get out of that depression well it's always wonderful to hear from a cheap trick and a wonderful album back from the old days so welcome to racers alley we're in the heart of the mission and boy oh boy it's a new year from a new year for us and we're gonna hopefully you know from here on in make a few changes and it's all for the better and we want to get a lot more racers in and we'll discuss that in the in the future here Wade Boyd's here as well our guest actually he's always our host and he's a you know subculture racing hey Wade what's up howdy 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 what's up uh, just back from Oz, actually. With, uh, All right, hold up for a second. I'll get Wade back on, and uh, somehow something's technical happened. Let's listen to some music for a second. Yar, yar. <laughs> oh, another day in uh, uh, Well, it's like a privateer. Yar. Sometimes you have to restart the bike.
Yeah, yeah. Welcome back to Racers Alley. We got the technical difficulties fixed. Did we wait? We hope so. Yeah. All right. Say that again. Yes, we hope so. I'm not a can anymore, right? All right. Awesome. So we're back on the air. Uh, we're flying the ship over here at Meany Radio in the heart of uh, the mission. And uh, I got to say, you know, uh, Pam Tastic here is the one who runs the joint. We have great uh, the comedy festivals going on. And uh, soon we're going to have the uh, comedy festival we're gonna have 50 comics 26 shows for five days right so uh try and get your tickets in advance it's gonna be uh between march 1st and uh, march 5th and uh if you need all the uh get the info from www.mutinyradio.fm and uh it's a great time you know it's a bunch of locals a bunch of greats from all over the place so it's a really nice festival because you know basically this is nowadays like privateer racing you know every 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 place uh, if they can uh around uh, if you can if you're lucky you'll be able to actually have a place where you can actually have com- comedians from all over the states come over and do their thing i mean as a comedian you're a privateer right wait i mean you're just yeah. like uh, you're doing your own thing and uh it's hard uh comedians are you know i'm a racer comedians have a rougher man you know and they don't even have to hit their heads up falling i mean it's a it's a tough show and um yeah the gigs are great and anyone who supports you know independent com- comedy shows i mean they all deserve a shout out because you know no one comes from nowhere and you got to be able to go to a place that actually uh you can learn from a place where you can go sit and then you know evolve and uh meet any radio here pam it's like that's her goal you know i mean uh, it's a great great thing you know there's not a lot of places where you can actually go to learn how to do that and she'll have her joke workshop here on mondays from six to eight so if you're a new comedian you can come in here you know join the club so to speak and uh you know you all sit back and you critique it's like being a creative writing class you know and it's it's really really awesome uh to have that i don't i don't know where else you would be able to have that experience and here at meet any radio www.meetradio.fm.com that's only way i can say how you can find us i mean it's awesome and she's great and a lot of people here have been there a long time i mean uh they want to help you out they want to make you evolve i mean uh it's a, it's a hard track to get through and get in and uh, this is a place where you can start for sure you know and uh talking from there i mean you can always uh, after after you feel you feel uh, confident to actually race for the first time you can actually uh, come into our comedy clubhouse i mean uh, eight to ten so as a comedian, you know, if you've never done it before, you know, start on Mondays, but then they go race on Fridays, right? So uh, you feel confident. I mean, you can come here at uh, 8 to 10 and uh, visit uh, Pamini's uh, County Clubhouse. And it's a fun time, actually. So, I mean, it's a great venue, and uh, it's very independent here, and it supports the cultures and arts in our city, which are dying, you know. And uh, so, anyhow... Uh, Come by the uh, Meet Any Radio Comedy Festival. Uh, we're going to have that between March f- uh, 1st and 5th. And from there on on, if you have any questions, you can always call us at 415-550-0511. And that being said, as well, Racers Alley is back in town. Uh, so, Wade, how you doing, mate? Really good. Uh, I'm supposed to say good day, mate. Good day, mate. Yeah, just getting back from Australia. Yeah, yeah. So uh, my team is is really really happy, and we had a great time. I want to say they're hooked, thanks to Sportcraft. For Sportcraft. Sportcraft. Yeah, it's 
that's what they do. Well, I'm not sure what they do, actually. Anyhow, that's that's the business. They're a fine, they're a fine sponsors. Yeah, fine sponsor. And so uh, you guys went out there, and uh, like we were recapping, uh, for the folks that you didn't listen last week, uh, uh, Wade's uh, subculture racing, and um, what did uh, what exactly did you ride? I rode a Moto Guzzi built by Sportcraft and Ed Millich, basically for the Isle of Man's classic TT. But anyhow, we're, nice. we took it to Phillip Island. This was race four, and it did really well. And then Eric, my my buddy Eric Lindauer. Yeah, I hope he calls at seven, was yeah, he? <laughs> he rode my, my KZ-1000 that I built just for that. It's still kind of stock, but I did the frame, did a couple things to it. It's got 17-inch wheels on it, my glass. And anyhow, he became an international road racer. Yar, and uh, yeah, as far as the uh, bike went, uh, you know, as a legend, as far as a uh, Moto Guzzi building uh, here in uh, the states, uh, you know, he yeah, it went he really knows good what to do it uh, he, to do to make it right and fabrication and such. You should see, uh, you probably follow him on the Facebook book, but his pictures, pictures, and the way he fabricates, uh, you know, genius. You know, it's, it's really neat, and that approved it in your bike. Wow, yeah, it went really good. Um, we had one little issue with the ignition kind of falling apart but other than that the motor didn't skip a beat um we were we tried the slicks or tires from down under and dude said we would drop three to five seconds and we actually did yeah you know uh, that being said i mean uh wait uh for the motor gootsy i mean uh what was your beginning and ending horsepower um, supposedly stock all Moto Guzzi's come with 44 horsepower, period. Yeah. That's what I, that's what I, that's all yeah. I got of it. They, no matter what they do, it's all comes out with 44 horsepower. Same thing. So. I heard the same. Yeah. We supposedly have 86 and got clocked at 151 miles an hour on the dyno. No way. With the tall Where were gearing. Where Well, Holy that was moly. with the tall gearing that is actually for the aisle. Um... It actually got geared down one notch. I thought it was perfect, but uh, I think we may have to try to run it. Uh, I need more top end for full pilot. Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, so I mean, uh, where were you clocked at the, uh, the, the the top speed you mentioned? Um, that was on the on the dyno, and then we got clocked at Daytona at one forty eight. That's what I wanted to hear. That bike is run around Daytona. Yeah, it was yeah. born at Daytona. It was. We born never in rode Daytona, it. Which is Daytona for you folks who aren't racers, or you know, uh, it's a, it's a track that's legendary. Legendary. I mean, they've trained the changed the course over the years but if you remember watching the uh 90s races you know with uh you know scott russell mr daytona and poland and everyone else in between uh you know colin edwards and everyone else in between back in the day boy you know you go up on the sides and you're just hauling it, it it's a old Na- well it's a nascar track right wait yeah. i mean you're just basically what do you call it vertical i mean you were uh, up there yeah almost it seems like it but yeah it's just a, a straightaway you can't see the into it so you just gotta hit it and know it <laughs> it's a straightaway the faster that you go the higher you can get it's wow. really hard to get up there if you're not going fast enough so you gotta have the inertia and the horsepower to kind of run that ball yeah you know, so you pretty speak. much as you enter it you turn into a tuck in and turn into a bullet and just pin it but you can like look sideways down right 
You know, it's kind of crazy. Yeah, the, the bike's going to basically go straight. Yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely not that. Because, but because you're laying down and you're looking, trying to look up to see where you're going, you really can't see the end of it. It just arcs around. You've, oh, okay, I understand. Yeah, it's a it's okay. a giant arc, yeah. and you gotta find your arc <laughs> that'll you, keep you up there. And then you hope that well, you end up finding your pinpoint once you see the pinpoint to get back down and do the uh, turn or whatever you need to do the uh, chicane. Or, uh, yeah. yeah, depending what um, turn you're in. Yeah, <laughs> the fast guys don't really come down though. You, you get up there and stay up there, and you come in really late. Yeah, really. Yeah, 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 horsepower always helps. You know, but so coming out of, actually coming out of both banks, you come onto a straightaway. A lot. So it's not like you're slowing down. You come. Sure. So you come out hoping for more and and let it do what it kind of what it wants to do. You don't want to overforce those handlebars because it could just slip out from underneath you. Yeah. So let the bike do what it wants to do but it's also probably following the tarmac yeah but there's a there's a definite transition it between bank and straightaway even though the straightaway yes. is kind of banked there's always the, a, the front be straightaway a is kind of banked because it's a trioval <laughs> so you go past start finish on a corner basically it's but it's a straightaway, and then you dive into well, the infield. It's one of the courses that start finish are like at the end of yeah. It's kind of weird where it's not halfway down the straight. I always wondered why they had those. You know, like huh. You know, you want to have a little bit of a, a dash, so thing you know, sort of thing. But for start finish, but yeah, over time there are like right around the corner, you're done. Boop. Yeah, those are, those are tricky. But this one, uh, you come, you've got a, a run out of coming out of the the bank yeah a, a medium good straightaway and you don't shut off for that try try part you just bank in and if if you got the draft you might get it nice and you know uh yeah racing is and drafting is a big deal number one's never enough you know if you're in the front of a thing on a fast track guess what <laughs> you want to break a little getting third but uh yeah anyhow. So i was so we were at philip island the other day and so i was in sixth place i believe it was i'm doing really good i got this kawasaki breathing down my neck i know he's back there but i, I got him beat i just can't make a mistake yeah and on the last lap was coming out of turn five i missed a gear you gotta you gotta like drop the anchor ever so slightly to to get it to shift and i missed a gear and i missed it gotcha. three times in a row oh dude went, <laughs> he went yeah he went motoring by me like i was parked because i was yeah oh. and so uh, so then the chase was on i tried to get him i still outrode him and everything and that's how i got where i was at um but it came down to the, the last corner at phillip island it's a big sweeper pocket that enters onto the straightaway. It's actually really, really fast. Is it a, yeah, kind of like a slingshot? Pretty much, yeah. So I dove into that. I've had it done to me and everything before also. So <laughs> dude had probably four bike lengths easy going into it. Yeah. I came out on his tail and totally drafted him on like two inches off his tail. We're ready to go and our bikes were almost identical speed he, he pulled like three bike lengths and i was hoping my bike would pull around and I, 
had a full straightaway to do it on. It just wouldn't do it. Yeah. So, oh. Uh, uh, well, um, what was he on? He was on a KZ-1000. Okay. Wait, uh, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe your uh, Gucci has a, a, a rotary, yeah? Rotary? I mean, uh, a, a shaft drive. Shaft drives, yes. Yes. Sorry, big, folks. Big, yeah. That's your so, word. Um, yeah, I think that might have been, you know, part of it, wouldn't you think? Um, to get the pool, you know? Well, yeah. We would get, we would, so, nobody knows how to do that yet on a Guzzi, supposedly. But supposedly, yeah, we would, a, a chain is much better yeah that's why that's just what i'm thinking out of our story yeah. here it's nobody's like, done that you are he's got a chain you don't they, damn it yeah. you know but you ha- you uh, could have done it but we're right in there so yeah. uh, and mostly in in the challenge and philip island suzuki's are kind of in the lead kawasaki's are yeah. next in line and uh wade that suzuki i mean uh um, wade's mentioned about the challenge over there in philip island which you ran and um Boy, oh boy, you know, every place has their certain type of bikes. You know, you got an Alaman, man, they got the Nortons and the Manxes and all that stuff. And uh, am, I, am I wrong? Uh, they got the, yeah. the older English. And uh, uh, and boy, you know, when I talk about, about those bikes, you know, they're spending a shit ton of money, but just the same way just mentioning i mean uh, the big ones really much remember remember the old katanas that looked like the funny you know uh, front ends they were they were kind of like funny looking for most people kind of like star wars ish but uh, over there they seem to dominate that's right? the bike that everybody wants yeah <laughs> that, and that so it's a hidden and gem. They're, they're not stock by any means well nothing ever is up there so you, uh, well in you, the super bike world you pour know. twenty thousand dollars into it after you get it yeah so i could buy one a uh, done one for like 25 right now there's there's stuff out there but yeah so i guess we're gonna try to build our own um i bought a couple bikes that's what my kz is all about and so sportcraft is going to try to take it to the next level and give us real race bikes for next year and so these might be the fill-in bikes for what we're doing right now but we're trying trying to bring them up a notch or two they're not even back yet they're still on the boat but yeah it takes a while i got parts (laughs) lined up for them we already got a quick throttle for the guzzi um it's um, it shifts kind of it's it, it shifts really sticky so he's gonna try to tighten that up try to tighten tighten the throttle up the guys in armor are in so much in trouble <laughs> yeah once it gets back it'll be awesome to see and uh mr lindauer i believe is trying to uh, get a bike for out there right now and i'm sure once his bike gets back from there yeah armor is something i would love to do as well actually you know um, i'm uh looking well uh give me a few months and we'll see what i can yeah, come up with really but, good uh, club for like like classic racing vintage yeah. racing whatever they also do sidecars they they travel the whole u.s they're mostly east coast wow. uh, team or whatever club but they have two or three out here there's actually two this year but the gang is still trying to get back to barber which makes it three barbers way back there but yeah. uh, really good that event really good sports. people they say you can race pretty much anything they got a class for you, whatever, and um, uh, vintage, you know. Uh, yeah, vintage yeah. stuff. 
Like so, uh, the stuff that's sitting in your garage when you got married and had a kid, and it's still sitting there. You can pull it out again, dude. Yeah, go to Barbara, go to Arma, that CBR six hundred. You know that'll Will- be fine. Willow Springs is first early March, and then later around early September is uh, Miller, which is in Utah. Um, Utah, never been there. Love to. It's really a nice track. They just put this car motocross track. In, in the middle of it so you can't see anything but the track if you get to yeah. actually ride it is gorgeous there's like not a bump on it there's actually two of them east and west once upon a time uh well, once a year they'll run the big track and you put both tracks together just in totally dynamite then over on the other side of the plantation it's a uh, you get locked in signed and locked in so all the riffraff is outside <laughs> or is the riffraff inside i'm not really sure anyhow they have their, yeah, own, both. <laughs> they have their own go-kart track right there so when you're done wow. racing we like to get the gang to go over and all play at the go-karts a round or two neat we most of us spend the weekend and and you camp there and and it's like you know, all but 100 degrees in the day. Beautiful weather. Totally. Really nice people. Everybody's racing. They have a, the 160 class is really big. They have a full set of everything kind of classes. Yeah, it's a motorsport park. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can do whatever you want. And, uh, yeah, Arma, it's like a... I'd, I'd really love to go out to Willow Springs again myself. I mean, uh, uh, hopefully this year uh, be able to be out there with that. I just got to find the right bike and uh, i heard they just repainted it willow well, springs yeah not i'm not sure if it's paved but at least painted it looks clean and, um, yeah they got it, rid of the wsmc really and it was sad that they lost their racing but armor's still out there which is great because if you can go out to willow springs i mean uh boy that's you know you have a lot of tracks with a lot of different turns willow springs doesn't have that many but it is the most challenging track, if you you know, as far as uh, going fast. You know, they used to call it the fastest track in the West. I don't know about the new ones out there. You might go in a straight line, but those guys are going in a uh, curve, and uh, you're just pinned. You know, remember those times? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, great, great, great time. So, uh, anyhow, Armour's out there, and they're running everywhere. And I think uh, when's their first race? Uh, March, I believe. Coming up soon, and uh, yeah, they usually yeah. start over here on the, uh, the, the this the side, and they move from there. Actually, no, they have two before coming to Willow Springs. Yeah, but where? Uh, we'll to, figure it out. I'd have to look yeah. at the map. We'll let you know in the next show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, racing starting is what we're just basically saying, and from there on in, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I put a word out in the Facebook book. It's kind of like a. Well, really, uh, Racers Alley, we're in uh, evolution here. And uh, what we want to do is uh, we'll be out there soon. And any racer wants to come in, anyone, motorcyclists, anyone in the community can come in and uh, make an appointment, call us, whatever. And uh, you can have some fun times. We're two hours here, and we have a studio out front where you can invite your friends. You can have a stage if you want to have a, you know, entertain with our music. Uh, but, if anybody uh, knows how to play the piano. Yeah, yeah. We had a, you know, it's like, yeah, we have uh, things out here. We'd love to hear some uh, music, live music out here. So, you know, if you want to have your friends out here talk about your uh, racing endeavor talk about your sponsors well welcome you know uh, I'll, I'll be out there soon and uh, be able to hand out some cards and passes actually AFM 
you know and uh yeah it's important and it's a fun time even though we're here in san francisco yeah you can just roll on in have a great dinner somewhere and sit here for two hours and uh really it's nice you know it's uh sponsors mean everything and uh wade and i've been through a lot of sponsors and you know they like to hear you know out there and uh, nowadays with these podcast radio things i mean you can talk about uh exactly what your uh, uh plan is for the year you can uh, line it out you can um be rather uh, professional and uh, get a goal set. And uh, that's always nice, especially if family's hearing because, you know, half the time they wonder where you are in the family dinners. It's like, well, I'm bored. I'm out there racing. But at least I'm on the radio, Ma. So listen to me that way. Mutiny. You know, so so it's important, right? Yeah. (laughs) Always good to get the word out, you know. (laughs) Yeah. Right on, right on. Well, we're going to take a break right now. And uh, listen, listen, uh, (laughs) sorry here. Uh, enjoy some uh, cheap trick. Yar yar. <laughs> Shut up my old brown shoes I put on a brand new 
Welcome back to Racers Alley uh, here in the heart of the mission. And, uh, you know, it's a beautiful night now. Uh, apparently, it's going to be pouring tomorrow. And I want everyone to be safe. Uh, here in San Francisco, for our listeners, uh, well, uh, anywhere else in the world, uh, it was actually snowing here. And when I say that, everyone in Chicago would actually punch me in the face because we had a little blanket and a little things over on Mount Tam and Mount Hamilton and Mount Diablo. And I believe even over here on Twin Peaks, we had a little thing. But uh, yeah, it's been cold here, but for what we call cold, everyone else in the world would actually just uh, be funny like that, right, mate? <laughs> yeah, they'd laugh at us. Yeah, they'd laugh at us. But uh, yeah, we did have a little snow here in San Francisco on Twin Peaks. When I say little, it's uh, enough to make a couple of martinis or something. But uh, that being said, uh, yeah, it's been cold out. And uh, yeah, we're just uh, waiting now. We're just uh, talking here. And it's just like Sunday morning ride, which I haven't been on uh, in a million years and uh cold stuff and uh lately i've been riding in the rain here and i had a vanson jacket with uh alpine star pants and uh my uh you know, wesco boots and they're all long in the tooth so nowadays they're leaking and uh you know if you go riding especially in the cold or rain you know there's only so much time before things leak and that tends to be uncomfortable i mean uh last thing you want to do is be at work all day uh squeak squeak yar yar and cold and uh me i always take an extra set of clothes uh just because you know i'm uh, old enough that i just don't want to be cold i take everything fresh you know right? that's why you have luggage on your bike right exactly you got a backpack you got something but always take an extra set of clothes and everything else in between but uh yeah man it does like uh so yeah uh, lately uh the sunday morning ride you just uh well on a winter weather day i mean uh here in california for your uh, listeners who don't know i mean um Sunday morning ride, Wade, uh, it's, uh, you guys go up Highway 1, and uh, what we have is very curvy roads, and uh, to the right is uh, mountainous areas, to the left is the ocean at times, and uh, just, I mean, it's so beautiful. I mean, uh, I can't explain, and uh, Wade, I mean, I'm sure you can explain, you know, the type of roads you got. It's a real nice road with basically no driveways. You would normally call it scenic Kosumir woods and everything and along the coast and um, very little traffic in the early in the morning later in the day yeah gets to be quite a bit uh, first section will take you whatever 15 minutes or so 13 miles 100 and some odd 200 some odd corners whatever <laughs> you can't lots of corners <laughs> lots of corners uh, nothing really fast or whatever up on the ridge you can see where you're going and before you make the plunge that's like the fastest thing out there yeah and i mean uh scenic i mean uh basically you're going up northern california on uh on uh you know back roads and uh beautiful i mean um i've seen uh I guess the Swiss Alps, when I was uh, going to uh, Barcelona one time on a plane, and you look down and you see all these great roads, RER, curvy, 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 you know, and uh, we did that, I believe, Wade, when we were going to Argentina, you look down and we were looking over at, uh, I, I think it was Chile, and uh, all these great, great roads. You know, got we're killer just stuff there. down there, too. Yeah, and we were in an airplane high above. Imagine being on a motorcycle. And a uh, bunch of our boys just recently, uh, a bunch of the SMR boys been uh, traveling lately. And I got to get a couple of them in here for the interviews, uh, hang out and enjoy. But, uh, boy, uh, last year, I, I believe they did Turkey, yeah? Yeah, I think it was Turkey. They did. 
Africa the year before. Yeah. Just outrageous adventures. Af- and uh, yeah, 12 days or so of riding a bike. You get it over there, big old twin, and the whole gang go riding with, and you're seeing some somewhere totally new to you. But the roads are beautiful like we have yeah uh, the pictures and everything involved i mean holy moly it was awesome yeah you know it's like yeah we're lucky to have that here but you can go somewhere else in a different environment and see even better yeah. roads well there's tour there's actually tours everywhere nowadays yeah um, you can true. do a round world tour all kinds of stuff if you really get into it we all wish we could and 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 do everything it's hard to do everything all at the same time yeah, exactly. Let alone I mean, afford to do it. Yeah, it's a it's more of a lottery situation sometimes. Yeah. I mean, uh, but you know, uh, we try to do the best we can with what we have. And uh, you know, just recently getting back from Australia, and we're going to start racing again soon. I mean, uh, myself, I got the six three six sponsored by uh, Mr. Frank Crane, I believe. Correct, Frank, Frank Crane, Frank Oregon. Crane. And uh, yeah, man, it is just like uh, been developing that over the past couple of years, so to speak. And uh, yeah, I, I stopped mid last year to certain family situations, and uh, uh, just recently uh, got the bike back together and figured out the overheating problem. So we're going to start March out with a with a you know, with a bang, and uh, it'll be great. Uh, AFM, uh, yeah, AFM. I'm going to start uh, probably do a track day. We're uh, over at Button Willow, but. Uh, that being said, I'm gonna uh, next show. I'm gonna get a, a bunch of my friends, mate. Uh, they do a bunch of track days, or they, you know, um, uh, or, uh, you know, I guess you, what you call them like uh, instructors and stuff. There's a bunch of different people out there, different bunch of different clubs, and uh, I'm at work uh, over at Tokyo Moto, and uh, yeah, yeah, a guy comes in, and he's a sheriff, uh, he's a cop. He's like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, see, you know, he's a regular, and uh, it's like, yeah, man, uh, work for this uh, particular uh, uh, track day school and uh, fun track days, I believe. And uh, I want to have him in the show. It's like on the show. And, uh, oh, Alex, yeah, man, it was just pouring. This is a uh, probably a week ago, the last Saturday. Uh, we had a pretty big flurry of rain here for you know California, and it really was something fierce. As a, as a motorcyclist, it's a, something I'd go out and, and you know it's just like oh yeah, it's goddamn fierce. So anyhow, uh, they're over at Thunder Hill, which is a wonderful course, and uh, they got the track for their uh, track day. And uh, goes yeah, oh my god, it's raining, it's raining. Okay, cool. Uh, Man, it's like, all right, we're just gonna call it rain day, you know, because everyone and bang, 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 four guys come in. It's like, yeah, man, we came for all the way from LA. When do we start? Uh, you gotta start the track day. <laughs> if they came from LA, you gotta open it up. And Bob's your uncle, you know, and uh, they did, they had a great day out there in the rain. And uh, you know, track days, uh, if you can go out and practice in the rain, which they don't do actually, is actually AFM or you know, uh, a racing properly, right? Right, I believe you can't ride, ride in the rain. Uh, it is a great experience, teaches you how to be smooth, smooth as a button, yeah, and uh, you'll go faster. I once you, once you get off the, that day, and then the next day is dry, 
I bet you picked up a second. <laughs> yep. Right? Uh, yep. Yeah. You know, it's like a great way to learn, you know. And uh, he was mentioned they picked up a couple of folks, but in the rain days, you pick up, you know, uh, learning to race, race in the rain, you got to fall down a couple of times, and then you figure it out. And uh, everything else in between, just Not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. That falling down stuff is another sport. It's not riding your bike. Not something you, you want to do. Exactly. You can just be smart and listen to somebody and not have to actually fall down. Well, yeah, exactly. That's not my goal either. We have a rule. We don't fall down. But, uh, yeah, racing in the rain, uh, very interesting uh, art form, and they do do that. So contact your racing schools, uh, you know, I mean, uh, track days, because, um, you know, people don't exactly want to do that. But if you want to actually be a... Um, Take something yeah. to a different extreme, uh, learn, so to speak, at a different level. Uh, it's, to attract it's, all, me, right? it's all about your tires. Have new <laughs> sticky tires. New sticky tires. New sticky tires will save your butt. Yeah, Be smooth and everything and new smooth. sticky tires. Did he say anything about new sticky tires? New <laughs> sticky tires can, will just, they're like Superman. Exactly. You want the most grip you can get, right? Old stuff is going to throw you on your head. That's true. Uh, yeah, if you're actually well, you would hope that nowadays. I mean, if you're doing a track day, um, it's all about uh, being smooth. Yeah, well, you'd hope nowadays you have new tires and stuff. You don't go out there with old things. And working at the shop, I do. Boy, oh boy, a lot of people are spending money in a big class right now. 300 400s you know the 400 class they're spending money on them bikes you know the ktms the yamahas the hondas that's a hot class you know yeah Yeah, you're supposed to spend two thousand so they all spend 10 15 20 thousand or whatever it's usually what happens yes go fast how can we cheat how can we spend more uh, we got out to the other guy you know uh it's it's totally competition, but anyhow, that's actually life. That's the way it is. Well, you know, yeah. in most cases, there's some kind of rules, but uh, uh, everybody's pushing the boundaries. Most money wins, you know. Usually, but, yeah, but we got so, around that. Yeah, we, we really like it when some of the talent overruns runs that. Exactly, you know, and it's like right now, uh, uh, Mr. Eric, I mean, he's trying to get a different bike right now to go out there and race over in uh, Arma. He wants a inline four, and, you know, he had just an interesting question, fellas out there in uh, our audience. Um, uh, what do you get if you want to race, a, let's say, a 78 to 82 inline four? Eddie, you know, back in the day, Eddie Lawson had the Z1. That's what I would get, you know, but they had a bunch of different bikes. But uh, what do you get, you know, to, to go out and be able to bore and make a super bike out of it? Yeah. Know, that's our a good our question. neighborhood was pretty much Kawasaki's. Yeah. It turns out Australia was pretty much Suzuki's. Somewhere there's a Honda in there and, and, you know, and but now there's a bunch of Yamahas this year at, at what do you Phillip mean? Island. At Phillip Island, there was a whole bunch of Yamahas. What a bunch of XJs, like XJ 1100s. What, what, what do they have? Right. Oh, interesting. What what, what 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 do they call those things? That's what I'm not really sure. That's what I'm curious about because they were all in Harris frames and everything. With yeah, yeah, but know. so technically they had a power plant and they put it in a motor. So that'd be an XJ 1100 back then, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, there weren't 
too many in line for Yamahas, but they had a picture of uh, the police on one of them. No, that was the midnight special. Yeah, but that I don't think that was an in line so, for. You know, that's that's like full Japanese. But at the moment, yeah, <laughs> yeah, at the full at the moment, Suzuki is still kind of in the lead for being on top because that's we're doing a lot of measuring right now. Uh, what are we really looking for for the biggest bang for what we can yeah. get out of it? Well, in my world, I mean, as far as eighty shit. You know, uh, big bore, big bore shit. You know, and I, I had a, uh, it was loaded a couple of drag bikes and shit, meaning a Yamaha. And I had a Dale Walker Kawasaki Eliminator. And if you don't know what that means to go fast, it was like, shim, get shot out of a goddamn jet and a goddamn uh, aircraft carrier. You know, my friend Grego loaned me that. And he also at one time loaned me an S&S, you know, uh, Harley uh, 1200 uh, done up. Same thing. Wubba. Different motor, but you it wasn't meant to turn left or right. It was just meant to go straight as fast as you could possibly go. You know, and they were great. You know, and uh yeah, so they had the eliminator motor out there for the inline fours back then, you know, but uh, earlier, yeah. What motors were out there? G S one thousand, yeah, Z one thousand, what Yamaha was back there. I think it was look straight. And then, you know, uh yeah. Boy, you know, uh, all those boys are out there, and you've seen them. And uh, Eddie Lawson, Wayne Rainey, Bubba Schobert, everyone was racing, you know. Uh, right now, they have a great uh, uh, Facebook thing, uh, you know, 1980s, you know, racing. And you've seen all those pictures? It's great. It's just like a whole history of uh, motorcycle racing. And everyone's out bringing pictures. It's a really neat website, uh, Facebook site. And everyone just also puts their own pictures in. You know, I have a pile. You know, it's it's neat. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, so there's a whole uh, 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 Facebook thing out there. But you can find us, Racers Alley, on Facebook as well. And we're throwing out pictures. And, you know, it's nice. Let's all just get together and throw old memories, you know, take a picture together. And uh, it's it's really cool because you know uh, we'll have a picture of us on our BMX bike and then us all crusty right next to it, you know, a million years later. So you know, I love seeing that stuff. It's really really cool, actually. You know, and uh, we're all getting that way. And uh, interestingly enough, you know, like Eric and all of us, uh, you know, there's a lot more racing to be gone and uh it seems to be there's the reason there's now a 40 50 class over there the afm and other things you know everyone's retired and just like get the dust off the bike and let's go racing you know so afm has some wonderful classes right now but especially you know they have the 40 50 right wait yeah it actually seems i was doing this like the santa rosa short track this last year and there was more slash old guys racing <laughs> than there were youngsters and stuff so bring out the bike we we hope to to you know inspire some younger generation also but yeah a lot of a lot of us old guys that were racing back then are still racing or coming back and um it's it's going around yeah well like you said i mean um 50s and new 40s and the 60s and new 30s uh, i mean they got these new drugs out and everything so yeah everyone's got their bikes out they have no uh yeah having fun you know yeah. and no. the fact of the matter is they learn us like 
What do you mean I could still go out? Oh, yeah. Like, and it's, it's just catching on, really. And it's like, uh, just have more the merrier. And we got to put the word out, really, for that. Yeah. You know? So, Lodi and, and the Mile and st- stuff, basically, they have a, a yeah, 30 class, 30 or 35 year olds, 50 year olds, and 60 year olds. Any bike, any kids. year. That's what got me back in. Um, I got a whatever. Most of them run singles. There's not that many twins, and there's not that many four cylinders. We need more four cylinders. We need more, need more big bikes with people that can ride them. Well, it's a it's uh, something. It, anyhow, uh, yes, yeah, and it's an aging, and it's it's pretty much open. You know, you go out and give it a try. Whether you're doing Lodi or you're doing AFM or you're doing whatever you're doing, there's a there's a club out there for you. Well, also, uh, wait, I mean, I imagine um, if they have an old dirt bike sitting around, they can just do that and just learn and go from there, right? Yeah, you can just go to, go to like, Carnegie or Hollister for just, a, like, a play day. Yeah. It's, it's a way to do that. Get back in tune. To stop Prove that You can go in circles or up and down the hill. Your yeah. bike runs and you, oh, you don't have to work on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Dust off the 125. What, what is that? Oh, that's behind yeah. the boxes. Yeah, I'm trying Two to. Two stroker. Yeah. I got a. I had to put my my dirt bike on on up, uh, and I still have a KX 500. Anyhow, I'm ready to break it out and go check test it out. I would like to say at that new track at Thunder Hill, but trying to find oh boy, the time oh and space. We got to talk about that. You know, uh, we got a we got some friends and. Um, you know they're awesome and uh we always shoot the shit here but i mean some factual stuff you know we got our boys here on uh two wheels uh forever two wheels on uh mondays between eight and ten those boys got their shit down and wade and i are talking about what's happening over at thunder hill boy oh boy they got a track out there that's went for dirt and tt and uh 500 territory for sure and I thought at once, Wade's like, wait, let's just take the DTR1. And it's like, Wade's an experienced master. You know, I mean, you know, it's like, Alex, just because it looks like it's uh, smooth from air, it ain't smooth. It's more like the 500, you know, actually KX500 proper, you know, because ah, you're just bouncing off everything. And a 500, actually, like, yeah, I imagine you're just like sailing over a bunch. But anyhow, it'll uh, dance. It'll dance. Yeah, exactly. R.E.R. And, um, uh, they got a great track. We'll talk about that the next show. And I'm going to try and get one of them boys to talk about that and call us because it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Serious Point, they, 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 uh, basically, uh, Serious Point, they, uh, cultured a track out there that's very very fast and very very, uh, uh, technical but you can have TT's everything and it's wide enough I mean boy oh boy if you're a motorcyclist and a fast fucking bike you know uh, what would you call that Wade I mean uh, I'm not a dirt guy and I've never ran this but I'm so excited about it but I have no idea you know so what do you think the one at Thunder Hill yeah what do you call that it's like it's it's a dirt course it's a long dirt course but it goes back and forth. It's the MX, yeah. TT, you know. It can a combination between the two, whatever the whatever they think of. It's it's not smooth. It's not a circle, and so it's got a little bit of everything. It's got real dirt, real ground, you know. So it's a pre motocross or supercross. 
Yeah, exactly. Nothing, it's nothing a mixture. Dr- nothing drastic. Same thing. So was uh, nothing drastic I, except I, I for the TT. They ain't doing like fucking yeah. big jumps. You know? I, I did this this series down in San Jose. I'll think of the name in a minute. But same thing. They be, because it wasn't the professional. Um, bunch of competitors there. I think it was in the local neighborhood. They ended up having to cut the jumps down. <laughs> don't launch anybody into the moon. You don't want to hurt anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? yeah. So the, that's what this looks like. It's a fairly tame course. It's not a super cross stuff. It's not super big stuff, but yeah. it is real dirt. It's 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 what you would normally find out there in the old days. So we need to have. Um, I'm going to reach out, have one of the boys call in, and let us know exactly what's going on out there. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's like it'd be neat. And uh, yeah, uh, I haven't ridden a dirt bike actually much, but uh, yeah, I can imagine a 500 would tear up that area pretty nicely. You know, yeah, that would be my my choice. Figure out. You know? never, I never got. I never had a four fifty yet. Yeah. Well, actually, that's a four stroke. No, you yeah, want a two stroke yeah. five hundred, and they're coming back. You know why? Because this is like they're the best things in the world. That's right. It's like that's right. You're gonna spend every other week fucking fixing fixing the valves on your four fifty. Where yeah. so I'm I'm on my fourth spark plug. I never <laughs> raced it, but yeah, I'm on my fourth spark plug. I just had to put a head right. gasket on it. We're gonna have to do a GoFundMe for the fifth spark plug. You can find us at four and five. Oh, five it'll five, run. Five. It runs so good. It runs like a new bike, right? But it hits like a yeah, five hundred two stroke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, 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 you know. the KX has this like super exhaust valve. It, it has super low end. I've had one of each of them uh, of the Kawasaki's and kind of everything else. Yeah, um, yeah. I, 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 I always like the Kawasaki more yeah. than the CR five hundred. I, I put it into a creek and that thing lugged down to oh, it's totally dead. And not only would come back to life. At that RPM or at a higher RPM, and just go, I can't do it. And just, you better be holding on to them handlebars because it's going <laughs> to launch yeah. over the whatever's yeah. in front of you. Yeah, I've been there. Yeah, it's like uh, I imagine this said the same thing the first time you were on a YZ80. Yeah, little kid on the big bike. Yeah, I remember being launched. First time I was launched, it was a. Uh, uh, my uncle uh, Ed uh, taught me how to ride, and he had an XT500 silver tank. Go. Remember there those? Back, the, uh, back in the 76, 77. Yeah. Because Alex was like, what? And I was like, blah, blah, back yep. in your ass. It's like, that's how you learn sometimes. Yep. I had a brand new 77. I had the brown really? one. Never thought I would fall in love with a brown bike. It was a beautiful brown. It was brown. It was still I didn't brown. even know that existed because it was all the sober tanks. No, I, I had the XT500. Yeah, my uncle yeah. had the XT500. Yeah, but they came in brown also. I'll show you, yeah, I'll show you a picture. It was like really neat. I was a little fucking kid. <laughs> but yeah. awesome. You had one as well. I got, a, yeah, brand, I got a brand new one and it was brown. Wow. And then suddenly it was my favorite color. <laughs> you just wheeling everywhere. Yeah. It, I, I couldn't start that thing for like a month. Yeah, well, you, that's the deal. You have to learn how to do it. My uncle gave me the DT one seventy five for the same way. It's like, yeah, you can uh, have it when you can start it. Nope. Ooh, uh, <laughs> okay, line up the little line. Uh, okay, yeah. kick, uh, go ahead, kick it. Yeah. Go ahead, son, kick it. Uh, uh, well, it was my uncle and had the bike, and uh, you know he ended up getting the five hundred, and uh, 
yeah, I was a kid, you know, 70s, so it was totally illegal, but that's how we hooligans roll. So cool to racing, yo. But uh, every true motorcyclist have always been pretty bad, uh, bad boy, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, Kickstarter, Kickstarter. If you can Kickstarter, you can ride it. That's easily the rule. I'm sure a lot of folks put out there for the kids. Yeah. You know now you hurt your th- <laughs> nowadays you hurt your thumb. Get started, yeah. Uh, well, that yeah, that too. But uh, you uh, know, Frenchie's kid, and uh, boy, that was awesome. And we got a lot of friends' kids right now riding motorcycles, or you know, they're younger, and uh, you know, little kids like uh, under four, four you know. Uh, Anyways, it's very cool, man. You know, to see our friends and we live vicariously. It's like, all right, he's got the little motorcycle, you know, push cart thingy on his feet and everything's going. And, you know, it's nice over the years to see you and uh, kids grow up and ride bikes. And we've been around that block and some kids are pretty broken fast now. Yeah. 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 There's always some rocket kid, whether same thing as on skis, but there's some little rocket kid that just like buzzes around everybody and goes by and like their part. Oh yeah, this is how you do it. Yeah, that's like I'd like for you guys. Yeah. Right on, wait. Uh, so let's see here and uh, let's put on a little bit more cheap trick. Uh, have a smoke break or something, something, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And uh, we're at Mutiny Radio. Yeah. And I gotta say, you know, it's wonderful here to be tonight. Last year, last uh, week, we were just pouring heart of the mission and i love pamtastic you know and right now she's putting on a radio show beatney radio comedy festival it's going to be 50 comics 26 shows in five days 50 comics 26 26 shows in five days march 1st through march 5th www.meetneyradio.com and this is basically a comedian festival uh here and a lot of people come from a lot of different places and you can check out the uh the itinerary through the uh, through the through the uh website and here's the thing you know like wade and i we're all racers and we've been around the block and everything and you know it's like gotta start somewhere and being here it's the same way the studio is a studio where you it's it's gotta you have no idea it's like you can come in here got a stage you got a studio you can be here and you don't have any pressure i mean you can just get total like love and actual uh opinions uh she has a great show on mondays where you can actually have a uh uh you know a comedy uh how do you say uh well, they actually just take care of you. It's a joke workshop. So you can come here and, you know, you've never been anywhere. You're shy and you just, you know, come here. You'll find a lot of love, bunch of people. You never actually said your three jokes out loud. You can come in here and say your three jokes out loud. Or you are. And there'll be a bunch of people. Oh, you go, you did it? Yeah, okay. So what do you want to do? I want to be a comedian. And it's like, it's like hmm. comedians are like, what are the bravest people? I, I've done a lot of shit, you know, and it's like, holy moly, you know, uh, being a comedian, I'm a, you know, it's like writer and racer and shit. Comedians, it's an instantaneous thing. So it's just like, uh, 
It's really, really cool where Pam here at Mutiny Radio nurtures comedians to make sure it's like, don't worry about like RER and everyone here will help you and they'll, they'll, they'll make you stronger, you know, and it's really, really cool. You start that on Mondays, it's like a new track day or something for us at Racers Alley. And I was like, what's even more wonderful is like if you come here on a Friday, you know, you got Pam Tassik's Comedy Clubhouse. So you can actually start on Monday at RER, do a couple of laps, and then uh, sh- Pam's, you know, she has a show here, same actually shop, and you can go RER and sit in front of a stage in front of people, and it's no pressure, with the exception of like your own, and it's a wonderful place to be. So you're totally, totally happy, totally easy place to be. It's like a very, very natural place to actually, if you want to actually, uh, you know, if you're a comedian and and want to actually, uh, without any uh, pressure, uh, get better. Wonderful place to be. Anyways, so let's talk about something different. Pamtastic is actually having a really, really big Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. Yar! 50 comics, 20 shows, 5 days, March 1st through March 5th. It's a really big fucking deal because the fact of the matter is great for comedians but it, you know this is what makes this show run uh meaning our whole building without, without this week we don't have wind if we don't have wind on our sails <laughs> you know we might close down i mean it's just like a privateer you know and uh we'll go out that you know that way www.beatneyradio.com Wade's laughing must have said this so one so three times now <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Wade so anyhow um, we're just talking about Sunday morning riding stuff and uh, I was just mentioning about racing and um, hopefully I'll be able to be out there in the AFM races here in the, uh, uh, March and uh, you know Sunday morning ride uh, everything's going right right it's uh, lately yep. been a little bit cold it's, yeah, it's cold, so those who are there, gear up. So yep. same as the rain, same as everything. So I have a, I run an inner rain suit. Rain suits are good. You can hide them or not. Um, I also got some um, waterproof socks. Really nice. Um, it's all about keeping your feet dry. Who makes you boots? Um, you can run anybody boots, but I, I've got Sadishis at the at the moment. I really like them. They run. Yeah, really no. Uh, we mentioned before. I mean, Sadishis taking care of you more than once, as far as like if something goes wrong, warranty wise, right? Yeah, they they have like a two year warranty or so on most stuff, and uh, if anything messes up, they'll replace it. Yeah, that's a nice thing to know. You know. I've, I've had more than one friend that likes the DG boots. And uh, hopefully, you know, it's like, oh, yeah, they've always taken care of us here. You know, so the DG boots, uh, you know, I believe, uh, where do you get those? Over at Cycle Gear? Cycle Gear, yeah. Yeah, so Cycle Gear, the DG boots, they do have a warranty. And, they, they, you know, Wade, uh, one, of the, one of my friends actually mentioned uh, they, they, they really honor their warranty and they take care of their stuff. Their products are fine. Yeah, the products are really nice. So that's that's actually that's why i'm using them and then they got the warranty yeah. on top. if anything actually does happen anybody else says see you later so nice. um, <laughs> especially the, i hate to say it, but the gloves um i'm really critical on my gloves they gotta fit my hand really good i might actually run a triple x 
Yeah. So that it, yeah, so that everything fits in something. Right. Sometimes, you know. Um, but anyhow, whether they work right and they don't cramp your hands or do whatever, it's, it's really about your comfort. In, yeah, in exactly. Uh, we had uh, great gloves at the aisle back in the old days from the people who went out of business. But, man, it was like best gloves you could ever buy. And, you know, they disappeared. Yeah. But it's a huge deal to actually make er- ergonomically, you know, fine gloves where they don't actually bind and fit everywhere. Yeah, know, and, and then you try and t- say it's going to be waterproof on top of it. <laughs> That's a little tricky. So, Well, I've never had a waterproof set of gloves, sorry. Yeah. Unless so, you got these yeah, textile shit. So, you know. Yeah, I don't either, so... Um, I don't really do it, but you can wear the, the rubber gloves, then you wear the gloves, and or... I like. I usually just get them wet, but I've learned to take two pair of gloves somewhere. I'll hide a second pair of gloves. Me so as well. You at, know, at breakfast yeah, I exactly. can like put on another pair. Change of gloves. Change them. Change them. Well, you start with the warm gloves, then you switch to your like. Okay, now we have to feel things gloves. By the yeah. time you get to breakfast, all right, let's switch those up to the other feel things gloves. Yeah. So, so you I, could kind of cheat. Get three gloves. Exactly. You know, or before you get there, all right. Once you get there, it's like time to start going, and then have your. There you are. And the fact of the matter is, oh, you know, I have no problem ever having my leather stuff just uh, like wet, you know, because whenever I get them back, they feel better. You know, they're more totter. Tuck, tuck, tuck. And uh, I got to learn to take care of my leathers a little bit more, but I've never had an issue because I've never taken care of my leathers. So that's a different story for a different oh, time, yeah, actually. That, you yeah. know, yeah, that's a different story for a different time. They, right? they do like to be taken care of a little Truly. bit. Uh, especially, mm-hmm. especially later on. In the early days, it's not exactly. all that big of a deal. But uh, just so you know, um, there, I found this deal on somewhere. There's a, uh, was it a boot and glove um heater for yeah you for, mean like uh when you get home and uh, yeah you're, everything's totally wet and you just fucked <laughs> exactly i think it's more for skiing but anyhow there's a, there's a little machine uh, i think it was like 100 bucks or so i did buy one um it was wow. totally the, wow. the thing to have. And yeah, so you put your pair of gloves on it and you put your boots on it and you turn it on. You walk away and it, you know, you might come back and turn it on again. But yeah, it totally dries your boots and gloves. Wow, Wade. So you actually have a gear dryer, meaning your boots and gloves, which is like the most important thing, you know, next. Yeah, it's actually really, it's like awesome. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Otherwise, yeah, it really makes life easy on that. Otherwise, you would put them in the uh, oh, oven <laughs> with some paper in them, newspaper, and do not turn the oven on. Just let it. Well, yeah, I've gel done overnight. Well, but. back in the days, remember we put it like we're sitting here having a smoke and the the thing fag uh, whatever. The the, you put them on your you put them on your heads of the bike. Oh yeah, that just immediately fucked up your head. Yeah, remember those days? And yeah, yeah, we all learned. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you that's can wear really, plastic really cool. bags or garbage <laughs> bags. And, and uh, no, I did that as a paper boy. That's that was different. Yeah, I, I did that as a as a kid. Anyhow, are are. Uh, we're getting uh, 7.30 we're going to be back in about 4 minutes we're going to take a break here in a second and uh, welcome to Racers Alley uh, you know it's like a beautiful night here on the mission and uh, no complaints beautiful uh, sunny night 
<laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. compared to the last couple of days. But it's still rain tomorrow. But if you're at the Alabama, ain't nothing like rain here, but here, but yeah.
Yeah, yeah. You know, I have to say, a uh, wonderful night here in the mission. And, uh, I have to uh, shout out to our uh, sponsors here. We have a Bender's Bar that always helps us out, you know, and uh, they've been sponsors uh, for us since, I guess, uh, at least 10 years, going to Alaman and such, and uh, Manx GP, and uh, Molotovs as well. Uh, they've always taken care of us here, and uh, we had a great, great, uh, you know, drive for the homeless uh, just recently. Uh, and Man Moving is always nice, and uh, Motor Hub SF, Mr. Dima. If you ever need anything done uh, personally, uh, motorhub.sf.com. MotoHubSF.com He can come to your house You can talk to him He's a very personalized guy He will take care of everything uh, All your needs on motorcycling It can be very personal And uh, yeah uh, Makes everything easy that way He'll bring the tools Take care of your bike And you'll be out of your house soon Boom Anyways, uh, monkey, 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 <laughs> monkey motor school. Yar. Uh, anyways, uh, Evans out there, and uh, if you ever need to learn how to ride a motorcycle, uh, monkey motor school is a great place to go. Again, just like uh, Dima at Motorhub SF, they're very personal. Uh, a couple of independent folks, and they'll come out and they'll listen to your needs and figure out the best way to actually achieve your goals, and that's a big deal. You know, a lot of people just really want to take your money. R.E.R. These people are very personable and, uh, uh, yeah, knights in shine armor. And uh, now we're going into the new race here. I really want to uh, say AFM, AMA, let's get this year together. It's a wonderful year. And uh, wait, uh, armor as well, right? Armor's gonna be really good too. Armor's gonna be armor's gonna be really good as yeah, well. Sure, sure is. You are, you are, and uh, yeah, armor's gonna be out there. And uh, uh, next uh, week we'll have our schedule together, so we can actually be a little more informed. Yeah. Tell you yeah. actually what's going on here. Where I've been collecting them. There's also I'm gonna say West Coast Flat Track. I think is what their name is now, um, and then Lodi. Yeah, so I I, yeah. I kind of collect what series is going on because I just kind of play with a little bit of each of them well it's actually you actually uh wade's really actually subtle uh about us but um wade's went flat track uphill downhill uh actually motocross so uh yeah flat track's going on as well right now yeah yeah, this, yeah. it all is even speedway everything yeah. i got a speedway bike going there. on yeah exactly so, so uh so they i got in a speedway uh, basically i bought a bike from frank crane <laughs> i still have his his old upright and uh, so i got into doing some speedway but it's in auburn fast friday nights really good stuff always brings a big draw amazing what the division one actually does so if you ever get a chance go check that out but i anyhow i got a bike um i ended up throwing my back out and i couldn't drive to Auburn every Friday night and so I had to wait around and then um, they ran in Vallejo for a little while and I ran yeah. half, I ran half a season there both times I made division two and I just need a little more practice to really really learn how to really really do it right it's like ice skating on on two slash one wheel almost in the middle of the dirt in the middle of a high power power slide slash drifting slash it's it's kind of the actually, it's an art form it's kind uh, of yeah and especially yeah it's gotta it's just almost, learn, the, yeah, learn, it's, learn the vehicle yeah learn, learn the ride awesome the, the, yeah and the everything so you're all sliding there's no there's no brakes and everything 
Um, so anyhow, I was also doing sidecars at the same time. So I haven't got much practice since then. But it's also a very another great motorcycle slash art form that's kind of in the neighborhood. You know, it's a, in the meantime, I've been running, trying to run Lodi. I now have a champion frame with an RM400, which I'm finishing up hoping to. And uh, that's a two stroke 250 Suzuki motor, would probably be a, what, 80s? 78 i think here i are yeah two strokes two strokes yeah but uh, a lot of folks don't know what a suzuki rm 400 motor is i mean yeah so that displaces it so that's that's on the project (laughs) list that's what i'm building like for lodi for a small short track i've got a couple milers and another miler i'm building so i'm kind of i should be okay on the mile for a a minute i need a, a bike to run on a little track I've been borrowing bikes and trying this and that. Um, waiting for a phone call, actually. The Triumph that I was riding for um, Drake possibly is running again, and and I might get a phone call and get to ride a Triumph back at Lodi again. It would be really nice. It would do, yeah, exactly, Wade. I mean, um, you're saying the R1, but, I mean, you had a little bit of a, everyone saying RER, but, I mean, you set a new level for people out there nowadays. And uh, back to the matter is, nowadays, they got these people out there and the Indian boys and everything making a whole bunch of different bikes. But, I mean, you started the revolution when it came to putting an R1 out there on a mile track and pissing everyone off because you just went away on a wheelie, which you did on a, a two, uh, six, 50 anyway but anyhow um yeah they try not to look or remember that so yeah yeah the indian so. thing is really good it's got big press and everything it's twins yeah exactly but they don't bring them out on the mile and they don't let oh really normal people ride them and yeah it's at least a fifty thousand dollar biker so uh, there's a bunch of guys riding them and stuff but they don't bring them out on the mile the proper mile They're, interesting yeah yeah it's yeah a, it's All a small right. tracks so it's more like the hooligan stuff and and not to give them a hard time or anything, but, 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 uh, and there's nobody else really actually riding any multis hardly. So I'm building a Honda, Rick Hawking's Honda 750 actually, hoping to come out with that. And, and don't, don't say I'm the only one out there. <laughs> well, exactly. I mean, uh, more, where we get the word out, I mean, uh, folks are listening, uh, and uh yeah exactly it's about bringing things out that were cobwebbed you know i'll be your uh i'll be your huckleberry you got any bikes out right now i could use the inline for anything you want to submit to race i'll take it to the afm or the arma you know and uh you can be on the show and it's like oh yeah let's dust off the cobwebs wait as well i mean uh it's an important thing you know and we were talking about this it's like a lot of folks have different things and uh one of your best friends uh well one of your mates for used to own an old shop i mean he uh, threw down on a on a on a on a, uh, a circle track bike at uh, Monroe. Yeah, what you have out there was a little six hundred uh, a couple of years ago. But uh, he used to uh, be at Monroe Motors. And you had a certain frame. But anyhow, uh, you can always be given a uh, you know a sponsorship. And uh, if you ever want to get anything out there. Uh, myself, Wade, we'll take it out there. And uh, yeah, especially looking for, I would like to take an inline four, uh, take it out there, AFM, 
Uh, Mr. Lindauer is looking for one as well, but I'm asking first, so I get the first choice. Uh, anyhow, he didn't call in today, so that's why I get the first choice, fucker. But uh, anyway, yeah, uh, give me anything you got, and uh, we'll get it out there, take it to Australia, but start with Arma. And if you uh, yeah. want to start Let's racing. build a race team, yeah. Yeah, exactly, Wade. I mean, uh, that's what I'm saying. I mean, uh You've been running sidecars forever, and we need to get the dragon running. But uh, right now, I mean, um, we got to put it out there. We're Races Alley, and I've just been promoting that a little bit more. And I want a lot more racers to interject and come in or call. Uh, got a great uh, booth out there for uh, 10, 20 people. And, I mean, uh, we're here in the heart of the mission. And uh, once yeah. I start racing here in uh, March, I'll go out there and get my cards out. But, you know, everyone deserves a say, uh, say right? And uh, I have a shop here where every AFM racer can come in and do their thing. Because, you know, there's nothing like mom and pops and all their people that want to see. It's like, oh, yeah. You know, it's like, uh, you know, I'm sponsored. And you can actually say a thing and uh, talk about your sponsors and everyone helping you out in your dreams and everything. Uh, you know, nowadays we're in a different world where you can do that. You know, when uh, uh, earlier times you just wrote on a clipboard. You know, so anytime you can always come here to uh, meet any radio and uh, heart of the mission and, uh, you know, uh, hang out for a couple hours, right, Wade? Yep, we got at least two hours here to, to mess around with. So hopefully we have a big line next week. Exactly. And what do we want especially? Race. Someone who plays music, right? Somebody can play music <laughs> and ride a motorcycle. Exactly. We're just like, we had a great stage. And, you know, a couple of times we were here and I was like, uh, man, uh, someone played the piano and they did it wonderfully, right? Yeah. I almost had another guy hired the other day, too. He, he rips up and off really good. Yeah, it's just oh. like a, wonderful. I mean, if you have the instruments out there and someone will come in and just do someone to, something, you know, up, totally wonderful. You know, and uh, yeah, that was, yep. last week he was just like, bruh, 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 yeah, and that, it was yeah, that guy was from Brazil. Yeah, is, is that a piano over there? Oh, yeah. You know how to play it? it if you did. could play something, <laughs> play something really nice for us. And he, yeah, really nice. It was yeah, great. You're was hired. Really when cool. You come back, he, he came up missing. He disappeared, went somewhere <laughs> else, got a job. <laughs> ah, right on, right on. So, anyways, uh, everything is wonderful, and uh, I think we. Uh, uh, thanks to all our sponsors and uh, Sportcraft uh, Sportcraft as well and uh, right Wade? Sportcraft yes they really helped us go to Australia was big in our team uh, built my Moto Guzzi Gina the, the Machina Gina the Machina and yeah it, it makes a big the purple difference. gang yeah and uh uh, we were mentioned earlier, you know. I mean, that Moto Guzzi has a lot more horsepower than your regular uh, 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 Joe. And uh, the fact of the matter is, uh, uh, Ed, Ed Middlech did Millich. the motor. Yeah, he did the motor. So it's some secret, he lengthened the rod. Did something. Uh, I'm, I'm not totally sure. We're not totally sure, but don't touch it. So we haven't touched it. It's actually beautiful. It's done a really good job. Um, we were doing 138 miles an hour on a straightaway at Phillip Island, supposedly. So how can I get a little more out of it? It did really good. It kept up with most of the KZs, beat half of them that I was playing with. But the Norton, 
or not Norton, the, the Vincent, the Irving Vincent, oh. the real <laughs> Irving Vincent. That's the Excalibur dude. Yeah, yeah, the giant thing. It, it was a twin. It went mile me like I was parked. You can't beat an Irving Vincent because it's the Excalibur. Shing, it's the Irving Vincent. You can't just because (laughs) you just would rather crash rather than beat it. It No, this is just going down a straightaway. See you later. I didn't have a chance. (laughs) It was great. We also got the tour down there, but, (laughs) but that bike was so fast. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Wade, let's get this show on the road. Uh, Want to say a shout-out? Anyone you want sponsors? We're out of here. And uh, thank you very much for being at Race Salas here on Meet Me Radio. And uh, you are, you are. You can always uh, call us 415-550-0511. And uh, Wade, what's up? Uh, any shout-out? To everybody I've ever ever played with, uh, raced with, there's, there's, the list is be so long. But anyhow, so what's next is really what's coming up. It's a, the future events. Hopefully, everybody's smiling, trying to get toward that event. Whether you're dirt track racing, road racing, um, or anything in between. Exactly, and uh, yeah, everyone be up, stay straight. Enjoy yourselves, and uh, yar yar. we'll see you. Uh, well, next. actually, I always say see, but you'll hear from us next Thursday, yar. <laughs> rub, rub. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to be working on getting some audio here soon, and Wade always wants to have, we'll have two strokes and everything, so that's on the way. Uh, one of these days, two strokes. Rub, 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 before we get out of here and do burnouts and stuff, you know, that type of stuff. So, uh, Or just big wheelies. Exactly. They work too. Thank you for coming to Racers Alley. Uh, Mr. Wade Boyd, yar yar. Thank you for being here as our host, as always. Yar yar. All right. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Uh, myself is Alex Torres Mori, and uh, we'll get with you next week, I'm sure. Yar yar. Be safe, guys. Wah, wah, wah. And then we'll get some music on, and Bob's your uncle. This 500 So we must assume.
I say? Hey there, knock that off about the Pope, you! You better shut up there, all right? What's the meaning of this? Wait, just you shut up when the bottles come. Dwing! Now we've got maybe 30 minutes going. Now, they're winos, so a pint of whiskey, schliffo. Yeah, completely. Now we have not only the problem of maintaining order, that's gone now, now we have a problem of removal. You've got 1,100 drunks to move from the men's room, the ladies' room. They crack the candy cases. Yeah, what, oh, that's a big bust, 1,100. I assume that, yeah, you could probably do away with them. Um, they could get rid of about 650. Yeah, because you must realize that if you're that juiced out, that's a good three-day pass-out, maybe.
Thank you.